Hey guys, how you guys doing? It's your girl Maya G with your boy. Your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. And today in spiritual agility, we're so excited yet, you know, a little, yeah. little down because this happens and this happens to certainly everyone. Today we're going to be talking about um, cheating, cheaters, where does it come from, what causes it. Um, yeah. So, cheaters. Uh, <laughs> cheaters, you guys suck. Cheaters. <laughs> Are you a retired cheater? <laughs> I cheated before, yes. I think we all have. So, you know, so today, you know, I wanted to talk about cheaters because, um, you know, in a society where, um, you know, we're supposed to be monogamous, you know, where um, being uh, polyamorous or polygamy is still um, a little different for most of us. Is that cheating? No, it's not because it's consensual. <laughs> Everybody knows what's going on, so it's not cheating. So the other day, I was listening to um, I was listening to Willow Will Smith's daughter kind of explain her her um, position in polyamorous. But we're not going to talk about polyamorous. But she did talk about how most marriages or relationships end up in divorce due to cheating. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a conversation with my partner not too long ago. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and I said that I don't think that everybody who cheats, cheats because they don't love their partner. I think sometimes people cheat out of boredom. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think boredom is a big thing. It's, you could love somebody a lot, but I don't know. You know, then again, like sitting here speaking on it, like if I really love somebody, I'm not going to cheat on them. No matter what, I'd rather just talk to them. But now that I'm older, that's probably why I think that way. Because before I want to go out and be with somebody else or do something with somebody else, even though it might be that one little quick fling or whatever it is, the truth always comes out no matter what. Well, you know, the good point that you said if you really do love them. But here's the thing. I think that a lot of time... Um, it leads to cheating because you may not have a good, um, a good communication type of relationship if you guys don't communicate, you know, with your partner. Because even if we are bored, if we have a true friendship, we should be able to communicate, you know, how we're feeling. I think I, it's doomed, though. Even then, if, if you don't have a good communication, your relationship's kind of going to be doomed anyway. So that. Communication should be the first key. I definitely agree with that. But I think what it is, the biggest challenge with communication is that nobody wants to take the lead. Everybody's mm -hmm. waiting for the next, for the other person to say something. Mm -hmm. And I think that whether you are in a heterosexual relationship, mm -hmm. homosexual relationship, somebody has to take the lead because you know when there's a problem. You know when there's an elephant in the room. You know when that person's not doing like if if you want your partner to be you know a slut dressed like a slut say it if that turns you on say it yeah. I I don't care if you're you know you're at church on Sunday but if on Monday you want them to be you know your private dancer say it mm -hmm. 
Or because get spanked. Spank me. Spank me. <laughs> 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 God, I'm so done with you. But, you know, you have to be able to talk to them to let them know what you need because nobody's a mind reader. Yep. You know, people say, well, you know, we grew apart. We grew apart because we started not communicating. Yep. The lack of. The lack of communication is what caused us to grow apart and lead into other things or get distracted by other people. Because having been in that space where I might have cheated in the past, when I might have cheated, I've cheated in the past. Oh. you know um i I can honestly say that i was in a really dark space Mm. i was dealing with a lot of uh you know self-hatred things Mm. things from childhood things from my past and for me it was i got turned on by toxic behavior Mm. You know, I couldn't appreciate a healthy relationship. I would somehow manifest the toxic things and be caught in between two people, you know. So that's what led to the, like, the miscommunication, the, then it goes further and further down that rabbit hole, basically. Basically. Amazingly, yes. Very, very accurate with that rabbit hole that it was. And, And to be honest with you, I look back and, you know, I'm so busy with my life, you know, I just don't have the energy to entertain anybody outside of what I got going on. Like, you're happy, though. Too. I'm so happy. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm I like, see that. I'm so happy. And my happiness is not contingent of my relationship. My happiness is solely on me. That's right. And you know what makes me think about that right now is. Everything that I've gone through this past couple of years and then being here in this space, this new creative space, it's I'm so happy, you know, by the ocean, you know, I'm doing my thing. We're doing our thing. It's just amazing. And once you have that happiness, you don't need other stuff, because even when I was single, I was still out there trying to play around because I wasn't happy with myself. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I celebrated singleness, you know, when I was single, working on certain things with myself. And um, I, I went out to have dinner with a friend and um, and we're sitting at dinner and she says to me, she's like, you have the energy of singleness. <laughs> and And she's like, not only that, you're glowing with it, you know? And I was like, well, what does that mean? It's like, you just look very happy. And I was like, well, you know, the truth is I, I'm, I'm having a good time. I, I love me right now. I really do love me. And I think that, you know, to all the cheaters out there, you know, you know, back in the early 2000s, you know, maybe 2010 around that, it was kind of cool to have maybe two girlfriends, two boyfriends. People just did it because it was a cool thing to do. But in 2021, when we're like, you know, becoming more spiritually aware. We're waking up. You know, cheating is not cool. All you're doing is delaying your blessings, um, delaying yourself. Do you notice one other thing too is like, I don't know if this has happened to you, but it's happened to me several times. Like you're single and you're looking for somebody. It's like, you can't really find somebody. And then you find that one person 
and you really connect and you really like them. But then all these people start trying to come <laughs> and like, what the hell? Where were you at when I was single? Right. Now you Where want to come you? around. Right. Where were you? Where were you the two years? Right. The two years that I was single. Well, what I what I found out about that that energy is it's like being married. When you're not thirsty, there's enough water to drink. Mm-hmm. But when you're thirsty, you can't find a well. Yeah. It's like where where's where's the faucet? Where's the wells? I can't find. So what I'm realizing it's is that raining, man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm convinced that when you are um when you're not craving something. When you're not chasing after something, whether it be a partner, mate, uh, 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 money, you know, anything that you're not chasing after it, it's, it wants to be with you. Yeah, but we're always trying to chase after money. Everybody's trying to chase after money. <laughs> but you know what, what, I've, what I've learned is, you know, when it comes to cheating is that nobody wins. No, because the person who's willing to cheat with you will probably cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that you're cheating on is probably never going to love you the same, mm-hmm. even if they were to accept your apology. And you'll feel that, too. You'll yeah. feel that. I mean, you know, like you'll just feel something in your heart or in your stomach. That instinct will tell you, like, something's going on or something, even if it's not cheating, even if it's just cheating with your mind, because that happens too. Now, is there a big difference, do you think, from cheating, actual cheating, and then cheating with your mind? So you mean lusting? Yeah, lusting. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a big difference. But the thing about lusting is that it's also part of manifesting. Mm. Okay? So because as you are manifesting whatever event that you want to manifest in your mind, you will start noticing that you're falling out of vibration with Mm -hmm. your current partner, whether you have a nuisance argument, any kind of sort of disconnect, emotional disconnect that starts Mm -hmm. to happen, that's being manifested as a result of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So even though you might have just daydream about, you know, taking that other person out for dinner or just chilling in Netflix and whatever. Or I wonder how it would be if I right, would exactly. Because when it comes to that point, then that's probably the point that before you actually even do the dirty deed is to tell yourself that, look, I need to communicate then, you know, cause I'm starting to think this way. So maybe I should open up to my, my partner, girlfriend, whoever it is and say, Hey, you know, like, let's, you know, let's talk about this, whether it's, a certain type of sexual preference that you like, uh, whatever it is, or role play or whatever, because I feel like a lot of people are afraid to open up out of fear that the other person's not going to like what you have to say about a certain uh, sexual fantasy Mm -hmm. or need, Mm -hmm. but you have to because you're going to hold back from yourself and then the other person's going to feel you holding back because... You're like, there's something missing here, you know, because you're not being 100. No, no, of course. When you're not being 100, they got to know. And and what what I what I realized is that uh, once you once you open up that door to where, you know, you're being interested in other, other people. One thing that I I've learned for myself is that the person that you're you're thinking about 
engaging with is only going to cover 20% of what you're missing from your 80% partner. Mm -hmm. And we also need to understand that a partner is not going to encompass everything that we need Mm -hmm. in them. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, um, they, I don't know. That's that's just something. They're not spiritual like me. Well, do do they believe in the same, you know, same God or spiritual practices you? Okay. Well, that's a start because maybe y'all could work on that together. Well, they're not as adventurous as me. Okay, well, did you tell them, let's go check out this adventure? And they told you no? You know, or they don't read like I do. Okay, well, have you tried discussing maybe some material that you've read and maybe that might capture their interest? Or read a book to them. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's so much. Because to me, you know, I believe in patience. And I think that anybody that has the patience to deal with me is worth my heart. That's the thing with society, though. Society doesn't have the patience, I've noticed. Right. They don't. Like, And for me, my love language is patience. If you have patience with me as my friend, as my lover, you will have my lo- my undying loyalty mm-hmm. because people are not patient. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody cannot love you and tell you, Victor, I don't have time for that. That's taking too long. If they love you, they will wait whatever long it takes. Oh, if, yeah. it, if it takes Victor two years to, to turn around and say, hey, I'm ready for you, you're going to wait that two years. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as, well, I'm on a clock. I'm supposed to be doing this by, you know what I'm saying? So all those things, it's like once you get a partner that is patient enough to be with you. And work with you. And work with you. What you cheating for? Like that, that makes no sense. Because it looked good. Well, child. <laughs> it's like that juicy burger. Right. Like, mmm, that looks so tasty. And then you order, you know, on the menu, it looks really, really good. Then you order, and it's all messed up inside. And it doesn't taste as good as it looks. What, what, <laughs> what looks good to you is generally not good for you. I believe right. in my core that the universe knows what's best for us. And that's why in everything that I do, I have my own serenity prayer is that if I am not making the right choices, please guide me mm-hmm. as I don't know what my fate is calling me to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's because if I'm like, oh, I picked this, this is the best one for me. I don't know. I'm picking based on what I can see. Mm-hmm. What about the stuff that I can't see? So now once you've gotten, you've gotten your spirituality together, um, you've gotten confirmation from the universe. This is what you need to be doing. And then now a little birdie goes by. You're like, you know, Birdie looks good. Let me go mess up your blessings. Yep. So, you know, for me, in a nutshell, you know, for cheaters out there, if you if you are not, you know, flourishing like you should, you probably want to look at who you're sleeping with. You think also, like, there's people who, no, because I just, of course, answering my own question again, <laughs> people who are really <laughs> always just very sexual um, and then the other partner is not sexual. There's always a compromise. Yes. You know, because if, if they both really, truly love each other, then they're both going to compromise with each other. The other one's going to just be like, okay, let's just do it every so often. And then the other one's going to want to, ha- is going to have to, so one's going to have to do it less than they want to. And the other one's going to have to do it more than they want to, but they're still compromising. Right. We're going to schedule sex. Yeah. We're going to schedule sex. And I think that, Schedule sex, foreplay, you know, all that. There's a lot of stuff out there that you can do to stimulate your partner um, to work with them. Again, it goes back to if they cover 
80, the 80s pretty high. If they cover 70% of what you need in a partner, they are definitely worth the effort. I've heard women say, and I've experienced the fact that when you're having sex with a man, they're done and then they're done. There's like no, they don't <laughs> do their part. Like, you know, they just want to get their satisfaction and that's done. Mm -hmm. It, I'm sure it makes the other person feel like, okay, really? Like, what about me? Where's, where do I get my time? You know, where's my chance? You know, so with, along with that compromise, you can't just finish off yourself and that's it. If you really love that person, you got to do your part because do you think that that's why some people cheat too because of the lack of satisfaction? Yeah, certainly. Um, I was watching this movie. Yes. Well, I started watching it yesterday. And it was a man who's really gay, but he's married to a woman and gorgeous wife. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and she's doing everything to turn him on. And again, this goes back to communication. Mm -hmm. She's doing everything to turn him on. It's not working. He has a conversation with a dude and he's in the shower and doing what he needs to do to, to you know, satisfy himself. He's jerking off. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen. You know, I, I, I'm trying to keep this, you know, as as a, as a clean audience. But you guys are all adults out here. Yeah. So he was he was um you know um taking care of that for himself. The point I'm trying to make is if he was communicating with his wife, letting her know, honey, we got married. It was my mom's idea. This is not who I am could save this gorgeous woman a whole lot of time because she was trying to have a baby. Yeah, and her feelings. Right. So he ended up, you know, stepping out, of course, with a prostitute, you know. And, and the point was that cheating was, it was uncalled for. It's unnecessary. It's, it's unnecessary. You know what I mean? Just, just. just well, first of all, he's not true to himself. No. And then second of all. You're causing more spiritual anguish for yourself because of the fact that you're stepping out of a relationship. Even sure. though you have your mindset of what you really like, you're still stepping out of a commitment that you committed yourself to. Right. Spiritually and physically. So that's, yeah, that's wrong. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. But, you know, so once he did that, I was, um, I was looking at it. And I was just like, you know, I kind of lost interest. So I got, you know, turn off the TV. Not because um, I wasn't interested in the movie. It was more like, I don't get the point of people torturing themselves like that. Like, that made no sense to me. So I got up and went for my run. You know, I just had to get that in. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it just goes back to communication. You know, you have to communicate with your partner. Let them know how you're feeling. But also... I know genetically speaking, some of us come from cheaters. Like, you know, our parents oh, yeah. might have been cheaters. Um, you know, I can definitely attest to that. That's no secret. That, you know, I, I've come from, you know, my father being a cheater. And but there's different types of cheaters. There's cheaters that are like um uh serial cheaters where they're always like with somebody new. Mm. And there's cheaters that they just have an additional partner. And they've, you know, and they've had that same partner for decades. So they have their wife at home and then the additional partner, you know. I was a serial cheater. I was, you know, for a very long time, I was eating um, Cheerios and then I just switched on over to Tricks. Okay. 
<laughs> Yo, what? What are you talking about? Like, what the freak? Okay. All right. Cereal. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yo, Victor's nuts. Yo, nuts. So, um, yeah. So, I I think that you know sometimes one person may not be able to satisfy everything that you need, but I don't know if you need to sleep with the other one. I mean, you know. Hey, you know what? Is there a type of cheating too, like on? Like if if a person is in a relationship, mm -hmm. but they say, okay, we're going to still communicate, still kind of be together, but you're away from the military and I'm over here. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, that open is relationship? Open relationship. That's what no, I'm saying. Open relationship out. is not anything, anytime the other person is aware of what's going on, it's not cheating. Because in a relationship, the partners make their own rules. Yeah, but I mean, so then why? Well, I guess there's some people who like or who don't mind an open relationship because I know that happens a lot in the gay world. Um, then now the polyamorous, polyamorous, people are yeah, doing you know, that. they have but, a whole permit now. <laughs> that's just an excuse. A whole like, permit. So I wonder if they're serial cheaters and they're just like the ones who just want to always have somebody new or just have more than just one relationship because i used to have friends that used to love playing the game of having somebody here and then having another person over here and then just playing that game back and forth but i seen them get exhausted and like get get exhausted like a motherfucker Oops. like a, like crazy and then actually yeah get hurt they're hurting themselves because they lose both of them in the end and then they're hurting the other two yeah, I, um, you know, I've come to realize that when it comes to people's heart, you have to be very mindful of that. Everybody is going to tell you, oh, I don't mind. Yeah, we can have an open relationship. It's okay. I, I don't I don't think it's true. You know, I because I believe that we are all gods, mm -hmm. you know, because we were created in God images right. and God is a very jealous God. I can't imagine how I cannot be a jealous person at my core if I was to meet somebody that I truly felt was an equal. I if, just, I, if, if I I could be with a, a gazillion people if I don't feel like you're on my level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just passing time. But once I meet somebody that I feel like I can build with, I I, I don't see myself sharing Yeah, that. when you're passing time, that's like living the single life, though. So it if is. you want to be single and you're For actually sure. single, so it's okay to... Talk past to, time. Talk to them past time. But yeah, no, not in a committed relationship. And mm -hmm. what is really amazing to me is that I've seen people go years and years in an unhappy marriage and start looking for somebody else while they're still in that marriage. So to me is why don't you just end it? If you're not happy, your heart's not in it anymore, then let it go, especially if they're the mother of your children or the father of your children, you know, it's just a respectable thing. You know, if you are out there and you are cheating, then let them go, you sure. know, but there are those people who actually want to stay in that committed relationship. They just want a little bit of flavor on the side. What do you think about like those people? Like what should what I, this is what I realized, you know, and that's come from somebody who's been in that space. I grew up in that space, all of that. 
Um, and I've even, you know, had conversation with, you know, polyamorous people. What I can honestly say is that when you're, when you're in, when you love the person that you're with, but you're not in love with them, what you always need to remember is love is, is like an ocean, right? And it comes in waves. It goes in and out. So you're not always going to be in love mm -hmm. with your partner. You're just not, you know, nobody is. Even the people that's been married for 50 years, they'll tell you there was time that they didn't even want to, they couldn't even stand to look at their partner. And, you know, events in life happens and they fall back in love with each other. Mm -hmm. So you definitely have to water your own grass. And I say all this to say it's like, if you love the person that you're with, but you just feel like you need to entertain others because you don't feel like you're in love with them, that's what a problem is. Yeah, It's understanding why you love them, but you're not in love. Because not being in love could be just a temporary thing. Because love goes themselves. in and out. For that's sure. something that they're, it's not really... It's not your partner's problem. No, it's, it's <laughs> the one who's actually going out and do it because you're lacking something within yourself that, for sure. you know, that you're searching for and you're searching for it in other places. Yeah. You know, you know, and for me, I'm, I'm committed to a good life. And the, the one thing I tell everybody who comes around me, my lover and my friends is I'm committed to having the rest of my life to be a good life. And if you're not going to cultivate that with me, then you got to go. So yep. that means that you cannot be a bad friend. Don't stress me out. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever tra trauma, whatever you're going through, we're going to go through it together. But mm -hmm. you're not going to interrupt my peace. And with a partner, it's like, if this is not working, we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and if we can't fix it, it's okay. You know, I don't I don't believe um, I was watching for the first time, Hancock last night. What's that? That's a Will Smith. He's a, he's like oh, a superhero. Yeah, yeah. I've never saw that movie, right? And um, I believe in Twin Flame. I believe in Twin Flame and I believe in, um, you know, soulmates, you know, mm -hmm. and so tribe members, right? Um, which I think I met one of my tribe members. Um, I believe in, in, in Twin Flame. However, here's the dilemma with Twin Flame. I want to say that real quick. A lot of people sometimes they'll meet somebody that they connect with like crazy, but they're already in a relationship with someone. Mm. Right. And the, the, the chemistry that you may encounter with someone while you're in a relationship, you know, generally means there are part of you that went to sleep or you have not been paying attention to. Mm. So, you know, it kind of went dormant. And then now it's being ignited by soulmate, twin flame. I don't mm -hmm. know. You know, th that's up for debate. What I got from watching that movie last night was, you know, he decided that she decided that it would be better for her, for her to live a human life. And you watched the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. She decided to live a human life, but she has superpowers. And so does he, but they've tried to be together through different lifetimes and it always ended up in disaster. When they be, when they get together, they become mortals. But when they're apart, they're eternal beings, right? Oh. So sometimes you may share deep, and what this is what I got from the movie. Sometimes you may share a real deep connection with a person, and that person can still not be good enough for your spiritual evolution. Oh yeah, that's true. And because your spiritual evolution is more important 
then the love that you have for that person, mm -hmm. a lot of time you have to move on. So I say all this to say, you could be in a relationship with someone and meet somebody else that you feel a tremendous connection with and sabotage your relationship to jump with that other person and things don't end well because you need to understand what your spiritual journey is supposed to be about. Yeah. So it's easy for you to be like, man, I have really amazing connection with this guy, this girl, whatever. And then you guys get together. Y'all have so much passion. You just can't stop fighting. You know what, too, though? Friends could be very influential. Oh, my God. Like, especially dudes, you know, they're like, this could hey, be another on, hour. I know, right? It won't take that long. But I mean, it's true, though. Like, I've, I've seen it, you know, like, come on, bro. Just come. Don't be a pussy, man. Don't be a whatever. You know how guys are. Just do it. Or even sometimes girls could be like, come on, your husband's not going to know. He's yeah. not going to know, you know. And it, it, it's wrong all of it. And then, you know what? If those friends don't respect your relationship, they don't respect you. So you shouldn't be hanging out with people like that anyways. Right. And and that's the thing you need to remember. So, yeah, you may have a connection with somebody that you met outside of your marriage or you met um, outside of your relationship. But this is what I believe in my core. And I'm going to leave that with you guys as we're closing out this podcast. This is what I believe in my core. If you are a spiritual being having a human experience to, you know, transform and transcend to the next level of your spirituality, this is what happens. If you meet somebody that you have crazy connection with, way beyond what you got with your wife or husband or whoever, the best thing you can do for yourself and for your partner is to walk away from that connection and what you have going on and be by yourself. Yep. Because once you do that, the universe will open up to you and it will show you what you need to see. And if, and if it is truly a connection that you're supposed to be involved in, it will set it up, orchestrate things in a way that you couldn't have even imagined. For you. For you, custom made to you. And people are like, oh, yeah, right, my, my, you bug it. Nah, no, no. I promise you, yep. if you ever meet somebody that you feel like you just have, like, this chemistry is beyond words, like, you don't know what to do this so much, do your partner a favor. Mm -hmm. Let them go and go along by yourself. Alone. It, it may be a year, maybe two years. You'll be in Africa, away from home. Doing missionary work. You'll be and, in South Florida and doing that, podcasts. Right. <laughs> and that person will show up as being part of your journey. Yeah. It's just, you know, just what it is. So right. what I've learned is I've learned to, you know, to live in service, do my best, pray about it when I'm confused, pray about it when, it, when I don't feel right about something and let everything else play out. What do you think about that? I love that. I, I that's. I love that. I'm not, I feel That's like, I feel like as smart as I am, I'm not smart enough. No, you're smart. You know, I, no, I'm not smart enough to, to dictate what the universe got planned. It, you know what? We don't know what the universe has planned. And like you said, be by yourself. I think that was the, the best, no matter if you have kids, no matter who you have around you, you have to separate and be alone because the right thing is going to fall into place for you. It has that's, to. It that's has 100. to. And I think that by 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 living that way and 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 having, you know, just that energy in my heart, believing that, I feel like, I, you know, 
I'm, I'm just too small. I'm too small to try to control everything, mm-hmm. you know? So if it's best for me to manage what I can, do my best with what I have, do my best with what I know, and let the universe play out. So that way I'm not lying. I'm not cheating. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing games. I'm not breaking people's heart. I'm not doing none of that stuff because I did it as a kid. I'm going to tell you something. I broke somebody's heart one time. And let me tell you something. It hurts so bad to see how hurt they were. And to this day, just the mere fact of me thinking about it hurts. Yep. I've hurt hearts and I've gotten my heart broken. Oh, yeah. That karma's real. It, it, it doesn't feel good. And it will come back to you if you're doing it. And yeah. You cannot escape. Nope. And if it's being done to you, then you have to be strong and you have to respect yourself enough to say, you know what, then this isn't right. Mm-hmm. And there was going into your next for yourself and discovering who you are is the best key with self relationship first, spiritual agility within yourself and compassion and communication with you first. And then the universe will provide always. Hey guys, that's all we got for you for today. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. It's your girl, Maya G. With your boy, your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. And you've been listening to Spiritual Agility Podcast. Bye.